Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by Richardson Brothers Chevrolet in Floresville. Meet more WCN Mystery Plants. Welcome to part two of our Mystery Plants Revealed series, in which we're revealing the stars of the Wilson County News Mystery Plant slash Plant ID contest held earlier this year, leading up to the South Texas Home and Garden Show in March. Knowledgeable plant fans may have guessed what the nine plants we featured have in common, each is a Texas native or an introduced species that has naturalized here, is beneficial in one or more ways to pollinators and other wildlife, and has one or more edible parts, whether flower, stem, leaves, or roots. Last week, we introduced purslane. Meet two more of our stars. American Beautyberry According to wildflower.org, American Beautyberry is a wonderful, large understory shrub with a naturally loose and graceful arching form. In the fall and early winter, the branches are laden with magenta purple, sometimes white, berry clusters that look spectacular as the leaves drop in autumn. What a bonus to also learn that those magenta berries have a bit of nutritional value and are edible, raw, or in jams, jellies, and wines. The berries are at their best once they've turned dark purple, but before they begin to shrivel. According to Meriwether on ForagingTexas.com, the jelly has a unique flavor which reminds me of rose petals and champagne. The leaves of Beautyberry Calicarpa americana have been used for many years as a natural insect repellent. Some say carrying crushed leaves in a mesh bag is sufficient to ward off pests, others recommend rubbing crushed leaves on your skin, but caution that studies have not yet confirmed the safety of direct application. Beautyberry shrubs are easy to propagate. Transplant young plants that may be found growing in the area of existing shrubs or grow from seeds. Wildflower.org advises beautyberry also may be started from root cuttings and softwood tip cuttings. Plants and seeds also are available commercially. Goldenrod. No doubt you're familiar with the phrase guilt by association, and so it is with goldenrod, solidago species, and ragweed. Many of us do all we can to avoid those colonies of feathery plants topped with yellow gold spikes of tiny flowers when we spot them in late summer and early fall, blaming them for our seasonal allergy symptoms. Very often you will find harmless-looking ragweed plants, with barely noticeable flowers, intermingled with the showy goldenrod. A closer look at goldenrod reveals that its pollen is too large and heavy to travel in the wind, it depends heavily on insects and other pollinators. A closer look at ragweed, on the other hand, reveals its tiny, wind-carried pollen grains that we easily breathe in, most often the guilty bloomer that allergy sufferers need to avoid. Although the leaves, flowers, and seeds of goldenrod are edible and there are a number of recipes online, at least a few sources post warnings that there are several toxic lookalikes. A reminder here that absolute confidence in any plant's identity is critical before consuming it. See words of caution, having said that, ForagingTexas.com offers some excellent illustrations and information about goldenrod, including this note about responsible collection. Please note though that goldenrod is the last flower of the season for bees to collect nectar. If you take many of the flowers you may prevent a beehive from getting enough nectar to get through the winter. Tips for growing, goldenrod is an important source of both nectar and pollen for honeybees and many other bee species. While the tall, slim plants with their golden yellow flower spikes add beauty and color to your late summer and fall landscape, they grow and spread rapidly, so should be planted where they can be contained easily. Look for part 3 in this series in next week's issue. Words of caution, ethics, and more. If you plan to eat plants found in the wild, 
you must be diligent to positively identify the plant before using or ingesting any part of it. If you have any doubt whatsoever about the identity of a plant, you must assume it's not edible. Some edible plants have lookalikes that are toxic. Don't consume plants that have been contaminated with herbicides, pesticides, or other chemicals. If you have health conditions that restrict your diet or if you are pregnant, first check with your doctor. Consume only a small amount when trying it first, in case of allergies. There are laws and ethics in place for collecting native plants and seeds. For general guidance, consult the collection policy of the Native Plant Society of Texas at policy slash and foraging ethics at foragingtexas.com. Many common foods and especially leafy greens, whether foraged or cultivated, contain oxalic acid, which should not be consumed in large quantities at one sitting. Large quantities may cause various health issues. See some notes on oxalic acid for foragers at eatthetweed.com. For help with identifying plants, in addition to the resources in this article, iNaturalist is an excellent citizen science app that not only helps individuals learn, but also contributes valuable research data. Visit iNaturalist.org or learn about iNaturalist at South Texas Home and Garden Show Workshop, March 9th, Wilson County News. Ginger Coleman was trained and certified as a Texas Master Naturalist with the Gulf Coast Chapter in Houston. Since moving to her small acreage in the Stockdale area, she continues to learn and share knowledge about the native plants, birds, and other wildlife in the Wilson County area. A Wilson County News employee and member of the Wilson County Beautification Association, Ginger has contributed photos and information for the newspaper's plant ID mystery plant contest leading up to the South Texas Home and Garden Show for the past three years. Reader at WCNOnline.com